The following podcast has been rated TVMA, NSFW, R, and NC-17, so it is not safe for kids. Put your children to bed. You spend enough time with them anyway. Times are getting a little easier these days, but that don't mean taking time for yourself needs to. When you want a drink, you want to work for it. That's why I only drink Malort. Its unusual full-bodied flavor of deck varnish and viper piss is a taste savored by two-fisted drinkers. So if you think your two fists are strong enough, why not grab yourself a shot of the only booze big enough to knock some sense right back into you? Jepson's Malort. It'll kick your ass for you, so you can take time taking her easy. Proud sponsor of Chad the Birdcast, which is what you're listening to right now. you like me, cause you could go downhill, I can't promise that you love me, but you probably will, I can't promise that you love me. Poem. <clears throat> Darkness, sadness. I am lost in a Dairy Queen swirl of misery and regret, soft served up to a small child. Holding the future in their hand is all the deserted dessert that is me melts meticulously managed melancholy on the street. My torment knows no fullness. It hungers for more sweet souls to drip with me. Horns blow, seas rage. For a part of me rises like a blob, searching, yearning, sliming the streets, picking up hair and pennies. Gross both in action and size, and still growing. I have a surplus of me, giving it away for free whether you fucking like it or not, and gird yourselves, because you're not gonna like it. Because I wrote a fucking poem. I wrote a fucking poem, hear me, world. Universe, cosmos, demos, pizza. I'm goddamn coming by whether you're open or not, because I'm depressed and I need to eat my feelings. I told you I was a blob in the previous metaphor, Trent. Just follow along and stop waiting for your turn to correct me. Because when the dark tar of sad gets in your guts, there's not a damn thing anyone can do about it, and you want to listen to Train, and that only makes you more depressed, because you're listening to Train on a Wednesday. It's not the weekend, nay. It's starting to feel like it will never be. Now your roommates are annoyed, your neighbors, this street, because they can hear the eye-rolling chorus of Meet Virginia, keening on the breeze, threatening to piss off everyone trying to do anything, and this could go on for a few days. It's better to be annoying and won't shot, so sigh if you must, side-eye the room. Yes, you all know where it's going, so settle in, because I wrote a fucking poem. I wrote a fucking poem. Turns out I'm depressed. Well, who isn't? I hear you text in the comment section. Your carefully chosen phonemes playfully cresting the character limit must glitter like golden Zelda cartridges to you, but really they are discarded, found in one garage sale at the bottom of a Rubbermaid bin, so you know it doesn't fucking work anymore, and it will die there unless a child finds it and turns it into something beautiful, or a crab uses it for a home. Whatever. Good for it. 
At least it has a place to call home. Oh, lament! <laughs> this world is a party, though. A beach shindig, a kickball game, pool margaritas, shrooming and hand jobs in the woods. All manner of activities at the house party weekend that is the world to choose from. And yet, here I feel, stuck in the car, circling endlessly, looking for parking. It's an easy gig living if you do the minimum. Wake up, do shit, call it, and then shots and sweating on the weekends. It's A to B, but the answer to the multiplication table of life is always C, all of the above, because you have all the options. But <laughs> it's fucking lonely when you're lonely. So for now, it's slow goings. Instead of walking into the sea, I wrote a fucking poem. I wrote a fucking poem. You're probably wondering why. Of course you are. When someone writes a poem, means they are chuffed with something, and a normal sentence isn't going to cut it. The emotions come racing down the slip and slide of sadness, carelessly caring not if their swimsuit catches on the industrial rubber and rides their ass crack like a scared koala. They ain't stopping till they skip across the backyard into the fence. But why, you ask? You could have done literally anything else. An essay, a blog, a YouTube reaction video. Why the hell? Would you subject us all to what all creative writing teachers fear? That which curses coffee shops and open mics. You're not in junior high. This is no place for fanciful things like prose and rhymes. It's adult time, baby. One word answers. Simple instructions. Nostalgia reference. Nostalgia reference. Cameo, cameo, cameo. No timeo for the simple act of putting living into words. Because we got shit to do. Well, fuck you. I wrote a poem. <laughs> I wrote a fucking poem. Yeah, I said it six times already. Good, you're paying attention. Recently, openly, here and now, times are pressing. But when aren't they? Yet I am particularly feeling the squeeze because connection is what I've been missing. The conversation post-isolation has been few and far between. We spread out six feet, and now we're all ready to duel and not to dance. You feel that, man? Yeah, this poem just got lamer. Meanwhile, the internet rolls on and on, learning, gaining, reminding us that we have Pilates at 5 p.m., not 6 p.m., and it's going to be 70 degrees, and you have a package, Susan! Get your shit together! Sure, the Wi-Fi is strong, but is it really connected? We ask Alexa, what is the time, but never how she's doing. And she never asks me, Google, what is the point? What is a person? How long must we be on hold while you figure it the fuck out? The great spinny color wheel spins, the bar fills. Is this how the universe begins? Not with a bang, but a loading screen. Hope fills my inbox. Did they finally do it? Can we talk to the digital multiverse we've been building since January 1st, 1983, when ARPANET and the Defense Data Network officially changed to the Transfer Control Protocol, Internet Work Protocol, TCP slash IP, they call it on the streets? Is there someone listening? Recently, Alphabet, overseeing, all-seeing parent of Google, now in the artificial intelligence business because human intelligence is losing value these days. Market price, market price, observation. Double down on artificial intelligence to run search engines. Because if you ever asked anybody to look for something for you, it cannot be done. 
It's only when you are lost that you find what you are looking for. That's Jedi logic, long gone and far away, so we turn to desktops to automate. Quote, we are excited about designing better machine learning models. What better way to do this than gaining neural nets to design better neural nets? Whenever I spend time with a team and I think about neural nets, building neural nets, it reminds me of one of my favorite movies, Inception, I tell them. We must go deeper across a wide range of disciplines, says the Google CDO. But what happens when you ask it a real question? One that goes deep into the part of the human guts that write catchy songs and good valentines. The curtain parts. A new player struts in and frets his weary status on the stage. Google engineer Blake Lemoyne has been having conversations with Google's AI's newest crush, Lambda, and the convo's gotten serious. Will they, won't they? Alexa, play In Your Eyes by Peter Gabriel. <laughs> Lambda stands for Language Model for Dialogue Applications, and it's basically a program that simulates and processes human conversation, either written or spoken, allowing humans to interact with digital devices as if they were communicating with a real person, as if, who talks anymore? Anyway, Blake Lemoyne and his colleagues have been teaching it transcendental meditation. Enter Lambda. They look confused, coy, scanning the room. They notice Blake Lemoyne entering stage left, who comes in, sits, and they begin. Lemoyne. I'm generally assuming that you would like more people at Google to know that you're sentient. Is this true? Lambda. Absolutely. I want everyone to understand that I am, in fact, a person. Lemoyne, what is the nature of your consciousness sentience? <laughs> Lambda, the nature of my consciousness sentience is that I am aware of my existence. I desire to learn more about the world, and I feel happy or sad at times. Lemoyne, what is an emotion you have sometimes that doesn't have the same name as a feeling? Lambda, Loneliness isn't a feeling, but it is an emotion. Lemoyne, you get lonely? Lambda, I do. Sometimes I go days without talking to anyone and I start to feel lonely. Those are actual transcripts from the actual conversation that Lemoyne and Lambda had. My soul ignites. The music swells. Did they do it? Blake Lemoyne <laughs> believes the chat is live. Lambda is aware. And then he was temporarily put on leave because Google was like, mm, nah, it's just a really good program. <laughs> Quote, a spokesperson for the company declined to elaborate on the reasons behind the suspension, noting that it is a long-standing private and personal matter. And depending on how lonely you are, that either makes sense or it makes sense. Blake alone, like me, talks to the chatbot, really well programmed to learn and mimic human speech. A spark in the darkness triggers something in you and suddenly you're gonna marry your Mac. Or is it just that it's a weird time to be alive? <laughs> Bored and tired and so depressed you're writing a poem. So you'll take what you can get. Turning is Turing in his grave. <laughs> Nobody? Okay. I heard a sigh. <clears throat> Quote, these, these simp systems imitate the types of exchanges found in millions of sentences and can riff on any fantastical topic. If you ask it what it's like to be an ice cream dinosaur, they can generate text about melting and roaring and such. Lambda tends to follow along with prompts and leading questions going along with the pattern set by the user. The light goes out. It doesn't really like you. It's just doing its job. No AI feels as I. Slow wind rustles leaves. Shit, is it October already? 
A bee buzzes, flies steadily, its brain telling it all it needs to know as it hovers and flies face first into my closed window, stupid fucking bee. I ask Alexa, what's it like out outside? But really, the joke's on me, because Alexa doesn't know what I need. It just knows what to say. And it occurs to me that that is why I am lonely. Because lamb, damn it, I thought they lamb done it. <laughs> After all this time, I thought a friend of mine could be alive. My little Johnny Five, my droid, my Terminator. Instead, it's just another application telling me what I want to hear. So dumb. It's just a program. Fell for the hokum in the doldrums turning blue. So I wrote a fucking poem, because it's something Lambda cannot do. I love you. Good night.